0: Hola, and welcome to the is Me podcast, a relatable and authentic space for all. Every week, we hop on a roller coaster, share laughter and tears on topics we might be ashamed to discuss. We do this all while finding its inner beauty. My name is Jamili Whitfield, and the journey begins now. Everyone, thank you for joining me again for another episode for Beauteous Me. I am grateful that Shayna Olmsted is joining us today, and I'm happy that she has agreed to share her expertise not only as a licensed mental health counselor, but in spirituality, intuition, energy, and especially in the practices. And in addition to that, especially with the work that we kind of do. Um, where you really have to kind of protect your energy um, with everything. Yes. (laughs) So (laughs) let me introduce everyone so that they know who Shayna is. So Shayna is a licensed mental health counselor and has over 10 years of experience bridging spirituality, intuition, and energy awareness into her psychotherapy practice. Her passion is to bring awareness to the awakening of energy, intuition, and spirituality into the mainstream consciousness. She helps people stay... People from stay-at-home moms to intra- entrepreneurs to corporate executives to reduce anxiety, connect more deeply with their relationships, and form a deep connection with their own intuition in order to really live in alignment with their life purpose. Oh, my gosh, Shana, that is... Whew, I just feel so much <laughs> excitement because when we're doing this work... Um, what people kind of forget that we are spiritual beings, right? And we are made of energy, and how quickly we could be sponges and um, take in energy, um, especially working with people who are struggling with mental illness, right? <laughs> So before we dive into the exciting topic that we're going to talk about, would you share your personal story and your entrepreneurial journey with us? And in addition to, how did you get to where you are today? Okay, yeah. So I...
1: (laughs) in 2004 mm-hmm. I was in a marriage and I had two little kids and I was like super unhappy and I didn't you know I didn't understand why so I started doing some work on myself and I started going to my own therapist I started doing yoga I started meditating I started reading all these books about spirituality mm-hmm. you know like the Celestine prophecy and power of now and all that cool stuff and it was all starting to sink in. But all of a sudden, one day, it was the weirdest thing. I was in this argument with my ex-husband. Mm-hmm. We're not married anymore, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> um, hence the ex, right? <laughs> yes, the ex. Yeah, he had had a pretty difficult relationship. And he, you know, he was pretty critical. And so in this one argument, I don't know what happened all of a sudden, but he started complimenting me. And telling me the truth about myself that I knew, but I had kept forgetting because he kept being so critical, you know, like, you're a wonderful mother, you're very wise, you're really spiritual, I love you so much, I think you're amazing. And you were like, wait, what? I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I Am I getting punked right now? <laughs> just this instant download of all the things that I had already been studying and learning just came integrated into my body and I just knew it without a doubt and it was all true and my whole world looked different Mm. all of a sudden I understood everything was made of energy and we're all connected and all there is is love yes my mission is to expand consciousness on the planet and that's everybody's mission and so it just it was this amazing shift and so from that moment, I had to change everything in my life, of course, because I was a different person. Mm-hmm. You know, all myself had changed. So my marriage didn't fit anymore. My group of friends didn't fit anymore. What I was doing for a living, you know, didn't fit anymore. And I had this calling that I felt so different all of a sudden that I needed other people to understand that it was possible and to help them on their way to be to feel the same way. Because I'm like, why would you? How could you not want right. to feel this? way? <laughs> way wasn't great and this is so blissful and amazing right and so and I had you know I was meditating a lot at that time and just connecting spiritually and so I had this vision um that it was my calling to bridge the the spiritual into the mainstream you know mm. I was reading things like you know Wayne Dyer and Gary Zukov and these people that started off in like the scientific or counseling community, but then awoke into their own spirituality Mm -hmm. and understood that you can't do one without the other. You know, they're necessary components to have together. And I just had this feeling that, you know, if I was too far out there on the woo-woo side up front, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be able to get the people in my office that didn't know this stuff.
0: Right, because then they'll be right. like, what is she talking about? She's crazy. I don't know what she's exactly. <laughs> What are you trying to tell me? Yeah, are you a witch or whatever?
1: Right. Yeah, and so through that process, I've been able to have people in my office that come in for just general anxiety or things like this, and through our sessions together, I secretly work my woo-woo magic on them, and then they awaken to their spiritual nature, and they go on their own spiritual journey. And so anyway so that's basically my story it's been it's hard you know I went through a divorce along the way I finished up my bachelor's degree and my master's degree with two little kids wow I faked the whole time that it was for a reason and I couldn't stop you know and there was all all sorts of miracles along the way as well supporting me because the universe supports us when we work for the universe right <laughs> but anyway yes. Yeah, so I- Yeah, but I'm really glad I did. And the work I do is just so fulfilling and so fun and so magical to see that spark of awakening in people just lights me up.
0: Can you tell us a little bit more about that? About? About the, the yeah, the awakening or, process, um, especially for people presenting to you with anxiety, depression, um, right. past traumas, PTSD, etc., cetera, um, yeah. and coming to you in a vulnerable state. You know, when people it's are, are deciding to go and get help, we're vulnerable. And to expose your stuff out there is hard. It's true. <laughs> it's really hard. So to open up to someone else and for someone else to sit there um, who's talking about resiliency and how we can kind of overcome these things, you know, it... it They're like,
1: you don't yeah, understand. Yeah. You don't feel my pain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, you don't know what I've been going through. And
1: I've been there, girl. I get it. You know, I was yeah. like, you know, you guys don't understand. You know, I'm really sad and you should feel that way with me or right. whatever, you know, but that doesn't do any good. Right. Um, yeah. So I think, you know, it, it takes different amounts of time depending on where the person is in their own journey. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm thinking of, you know, maybe a client that came to me years ago for a fear of flying. And so we worked on that. And that really, the anxiety is just the tip of the iceberg. There's always something deeper underneath that the anxiety is trying to tell us. Yes. So as we slowly work through her fear of anxiety and she gets better at flying and that's easier and that's good, she then realizes, oh, wait, I'm flying because I'm doing this job, but I don't like it at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? So at that point, it's like, oh,
0: I'm not. That was where that the I'm fear lying. was the job, you didn't like it, but you still had to do it. And so it was showing up somewhere else.
1: Exactly. Right. And it's scary to change, Mm -hmm. right? Because then she's like, oh my God, I have to find a new job or a whole new way of being in the world and a new relationship. And so, you know, underneath that fear down below, usually is a lot of changes that need to happen in people's lives that they're really scared to do. Yes. Right. And so, some of those changes you know the awakening starts happening and I usually encourage most of my clients to meditate mm-hmm.
0: meditation is hard meditation <laughs> is so hard Shayna let me tell you I will sit there and try. this has been a journey for me I will yeah. sit and try to meditate and I'm like and then what's for dinner and I have this project to do and I have to sit here where's that yes. shirt what did I do? Did I drink water today? Did I do this? Like, it's hard. And you're trying, and then you're like, focus back. Thank you it's for... You. I am manifesting this, I'm like, and I'm being yes. positive. What happened yesterday? You know, like, it's just like your totally. brain is going in and out, in and out, in like a fight. It's literally a fight inside your brain. Or the other side of meditation is that you're... Whether you're doing transcendental meditation, or you're sitting there listening to someone meditate, then I fall asleep. You know? I was like, right, right. Oh, okay now i'm tired it's, hard. <laughs> it's, it's hard. hard i know it's hard everybody said and i agree you know <sighs> and it's that little
1: monkey mind kind of like to come in and play no matter what we're doing monkey we're doing this is a ready. monkey on
0: steroids <laughs> monkey <laughs> mind <laughs> it is a monkey on steroids you're literally like where's that shirt why are you thinking about that shirt now like you're sitting meditating and you're thinking about did you do laundry where where was this paperwork from like years ago you're like did I do this like
1: it's true it is so hard yeah well and for me you know even as it's hard you know and there's other ways to get to this still point too Mm -hmm. but whenever people can even get a little glimpse of quieting things down right and I work with mostly empaths too and so a lot of what they're feeling is from the world everyone
0: else's yes oh or when you pick up people's energies it's like why am I in a bad mood oh exactly, exactly. I get it and so a
1: lot of- <laughs> even you know don't even try to take one minute to connect with their being Mm. right and so whatever way they can do that whether it's meditation or taking a walk in nature or qigong or yoga you know any of those practices i really like meditation and all of those other things too but if you can just practice and even if it's 10 minutes of your mind telling you things And 30 seconds of stillness and connection to that beautiful source that's Mm -hmm. limitless within all of us, Mm -hmm. they start to just taste that and realize, oh, that's there, you know, and then it starts expanding.
0: I think that's great. Yes, I think that's great that you said that, at least the 30 seconds, because I think we are so hard on ourselves. So we're like, yes. It has to be five minutes or 10 minutes. Totally. And so like if that 30 second that we yeah. get and then the the rest is, is the monkey on steroids, we're thinking, okay. well, this was not worth it. But I think right. I'm so glad that you said it. and I think you're the first person that has ever said that. I have heard yeah. people say do it in small doses, do one minute, right. do whatever. But I think right. even saying right. that right. 30 right. second connection is important.
1: Yeah. It's super important, and I like people, you know, to make a meditation practice or other ways to still their mind throughout the day in a conscious way. But also do it more frequently throughout the day mm-hmm. in little doses, like you're saying. Yes, you know, I like people to maybe set an alarm on their phone for every hour and just take mm. sixty seconds of just breathing and connecting and slowing things down. So right? not muting
0: the Apple Watch yeah. when it says breathe. <laughs> <laughs> so when your Apple Watch says breathe. Right don't mute it, actually Pay stop and do attention. it. Pay attention. Pay attention. Pay attention. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cause that to me, you know, that's the essence of kind of spiritual connection mm-hmm. is just having that quiet moment with your soul. And if you can get away from all the noise that's in your mind and everyone around you for those little moments throughout the day, that to me is the start of the spark of awakening mm-hmm. and it just grows from there. Right?
0: So talking yeah. about that, I think it's a great segue. So can you talk about manifestation, abundance? Um, You talk about a little bit of energy, vibration, frequency. Um, How do we shift our mindset and overcome Mm -hmm. anxiety? And I'm like talking to me (laughs) and everyone else because everyone experiences anxiety. And especially when you're like laying in bed and you're thinking, you know, sometimes it's like the the stories, number one, the stories that we tell ourselves, but yeah. it's also just, you could sit there and process their conversation and be like, did they look at me weird? Did I say right. that right? What did I right. do? Or, you know, right. you just add That's stories cool. to yourself thinking the worst is coming. So please share it's and true. talk to us about yeah. that. <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> to get free advice for me too. and for everyone. <laughs> exactly, <right>? Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sweet little mind, mm-hmm. our ego trying to keep us safe. Right? Ego, you know, yes. Our ego doesn't like us no. to take risks. It wants us to really think hard about everything. Yeah. You know, and make sure that we did it big thing. Oh yeah. And don't don't do anything that might disrupt it. Yes. You know, and so, but you know, when we're able to start observing that a little bit more and taking a step back, mm. it changes, right? When you can observe it and even naming the anxiety when it's happening, mm. right? Name it to tame it. Right, Rather Name than it just to tame being there it and believing it and going with the thoughts, even noticing the thoughts and saying, oh, I'm having an anxious thought right yes. now, can <laughs> diminish it and decrease it and make it go away a lot faster. Yeah. You know, I also think embracing it and loving it and validating for yourself, right? Because I-, I think a lot of people skip right to like, let me reframe it, let me change it, make
0: it go away, mm-hmm. make it stop. I'll yeah, it, I'm stop, like, I've right? never heard about that. Embrace <laughs> it. I'm yeah. anxious. I love you. <laughs> I love it. I love
1: it. <laughs> I love it. And be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. And you know, validate whatever's coming up for you. Like it's okay, sweetie, to so have these anxious thoughts right now. You know, anything you feel is really okay. Mm. And then just reaching for the next good feeling thought. You know, even if it's about something completely different. Mm-hmm. And that, those kind of step letters are the thing that gets you out of that frequency right? When you notice it's happening, you're being really kind to yourself. Oh, sweetie, it's okay. We're having an anxious moment right now. <laughs> and then start, you know, thinking about butterflies mm-hmm. for 60 seconds and holding on to that frequency and that vibration. And that's a practice, mm-hmm. right? That doesn't happen instantly. Yeah. But pra- and that's what changes our neural pathways in our brain. You know, it's not just stopping and reframing the thought in the moment. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's focusing mm-hmm. on bringing in good-feeling, yummy thoughts, and holding that feeling for as long as you can. Mm -hmm. And again, even if it's about something completely different, And so, you know, even if you have to get out of your circumstance, I tell people, you know, bring a stone with you to work that you can look at or bring an affirmation that you can look at. And that really quickly shifts your energy. And then, you know, do that until you feel really good and don't go back to those thoughts that you were thinking until you're in a different frequency and you can feel it in your body, even if it's the next day. Mm. You know, don't go back while you're still in that escalated state. State of mind. We can't solve problems from the same level of consciousness, right? Like Einstein said. Yes. <laughs> you can't. Right? You can't. So when you're in that and you're spinning and you're spinning and you're spinning, nothing's happening. No, yeah. Nothing's no, going to be no
0: solved. Right. <laughs> right. You're only making yourself crazy.
1: <laughs> exactly. So I think it's about, you know, noticing when it's happening and shifting to just a good feeling thought that's just a little bit better. And in addition to that, you know, consciously bringing in those good feeling thoughts all day long, you know, helps prevent that. As well as checking in more frequently, like those every hour, even more frequent check-ins. Because what happens when we're in anxiety, it's usually been building for quite some time oh, under yeah. the
0: surface. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That That's right? like a, a Band-Aid over a, a cut that needs stitches. It's like bleeding exactly. out. Like yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah.
1: And it's usually, you know happens in the morning you're not aware of it you don't check in with yourself you don't shift the energy and so that energy starts building and the next bad thing happens the bad thing that's not even really a bad thing Mm -hmm. right and it builds on itself and those thoughts keep building and then it's a spiral at the end of the day and you're really anxious and you don't know why but generally if I can walk people through what happened that day or the day before there's usually a trigger that if you're able to slow down and just catch that in the moment before it, you know, it spirals into all the other ones, you're able to shift it much easier. Mm. And that's how we manifest, right? We can't manifest in a low vibration.
0: So let's talk about manifestation because okay. that—that's the other yeah. thing. It's like I, I sit yeah. and I have read yeah. and I'm yeah. like, yeah. okay, I money flows effortlessly to me from many sources. Yay. Where's the money? Yeah. <laughs> Where's my money? <laughs>
1: Where is it? Yeah. And I'm thinking about, you know, back in the day when the secret was coming out and mm-hmm. all of all this stuff, you know, that's what it was right before that when I started awakening, like 2004. And I think that book came out in like 2006. And then I discovered Abraham Hicks and, mm-hmm. you know, all their material about manifesting. And so I really started practicing. And there was some really amazing. Things that happened, you know, as I was going through my divorce, we had a lot of money issues. Mm. And so I was kind of broke and going to start school with my two little two kids, you know, two and kids and a divorce. Like, what, yeah. what am I freaking thinking? Yeah. Like, and so I was actually in a meditation and the I was searching for where to go to school because I know I needed to combine the spirituality and the psychology. And so the name of the school came up mm-hmm. in a meditation. Ooh. And then I went and Googled it and it was the perfect fit. Um, and it was actually right in this location that I had driven by maybe 10 years earlier and said, I'm someday going to live in this location. Wow. Yeah. So, right. So that manifesting right there. Um, and so when I went to the school's website, there was this degree called Health Psychology and Spirituality. So it was an amazingly perfect alignment of everything that I was looking for. But it costs, you know, like a hundred dollars to apply, mm-hmm. and I was super broke mm-hmm. and I had no money. It's probably overdrawn at that point. <laughs> so
0: Your bank was it. like, "Do yes. not come back." <laughs> <laughs>
1: but I had been practicing, you know, affirmations, writing them down every single day, like you said. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm so happy and grateful now that money comes to me easily and frequently from many sources, and just repeating and repeating and repeating. And so I remember I had these checks that had sayings on them. And I wrote the check for $100 and the check, the saying on the check was, um, take the great leap of faith, mm. you know, and I didn't even realize that until I had sent the check out. And then through the whole time, you know, there was this summer, I remember right before I started school, I had zero money. And so I was writing those affirmations all the time, every day, all day and believing it was going to happen. Yeah. Because that's a big part of manifesting yes. too. You kind of have to believe You got to believe, believe it. You got to believe it. Which is Mm -hmm. you know and so we going through the bankruptcy we actually went through a foreclosure too and so but through that process that summer somehow magically this lawyer called us and contacted us me and my ex-husband and they're like hey we're gonna auction your house and there's actually this pretty big chunk of money that's gonna come to you because of that wow which really you know covered my whole expenses for the next year that I was at school and it was amazing and it was really validating for that practice I was doing about manifesting and the same thing too. I was going to school. I was wrapping up student loans. I had no way of paying for these. Loans, I was crazy. Student right? loans. Student but then loans. after I graduated and I was having, I had this crappy job that I didn't like and I had just lost it and I was completely, you know, broke again. <laughs> and so I got this call, you know, my grandmother who I didn't even realize had been stocking money away for her whole life. Wow. Um,
0: don't don't they all do? Don't they well, all yes. do? I said, don't all grandparents do? <laughs> oh,
1: I know, right? I know, but you know, she always lived really humbly. Mm-hmm. And knew? Yeah. Right? And so she decided to give me and my mom and my sister an early inheritance, basically, while she was still alive, that um, completely covered all of my student loans. Wow. Yeah. And so, again, the whole time I was moving through that process, I was writing down the affirmations, I was talking to people about this is going to work out. You know, this is going to be fine. It always has worked out for me in the past, and I have full faith that it's going to continue to work out. And so I think, you know, for manifesting, it's just keeping your vibration really Mm -hmm. high and repeating, you know, whether it's writing down your affirmations or speaking about it to other people Mm -hmm. or doing it mentally. But it's really holding the frequency of what you want before it gets here. Yes. Yes right? Yeah. So feeling the feeling as if, you know, that big check is already on the way or it's already in your bank account or your bills are already paid. And so, yeah. So that's what I would say about it. Does that make sense? And is that how you practice too? Or how you-
0: so, yeah. So, um, yes. I've been reading so many different articles. Yeah. I'm, I'm a reader. I'm like that yeah. nerd who likes to I'll Google be, everything. Yeah. And then I have to like Google someone else and then Google someone else. Oh, so nice. it is, I've heard a lot about, um, high frequency vibration, and then twofold. So you got to have, you have to kind of clear your energy, protect your energy in order to have your frequency elevated, but also just thinking positive and speaking it. Not if I get this, it's when I get this and, um, I will be here, you know? So you saying those things, I think it's funny because Like I drove by this this neighborhood and I told my son I said look that's where we're gonna live. My son was like I don't like that neighborhood. I was like that's Uh where we're gonna live, and the houses are so expensive, so expensive. But I was like that's where we're gonna live. And when I talk to like my friends, I joke around and I'm like I'm gonna be I'm gonna meet Oprah Winfrey and I'm gonna be on her show. You know, just like you say these things and Uh I'm putting them into practice. And even like you know with my podcast, um, (sighs) it's the same thing where I'm just like. This is where I'm going to be. This is where I'm going to reach this. It's happening, right? So we have to think about that, but you also have to think and kind of let it go from my understanding to not, because the minute you become obsessive with it, then you're messing up kind of the frequency. So you've got to just put it out there. Today's going to be a good day. Let it go. Now, if something kind of disrupts it, don't take away from it's going to be a good day because there were other things that were good as well.
1: Right. So that's, general, that was what I had learned in right? general, you know, because if we hold on to, like you said, that specific outcome, it's going to be this or something better, right? Like you couldn't have predicted the things that you've manifested in the way that you've manifested. Right. Them, right. I could have never predicted, you know, those things that I've manifested <laughs> in the way that I manifest. There <laughs> right. is no way. Right. I no idea. Right. And so it's like holding on to the feeling of what you want, but it can happen however the universe wants to because the universe is really good at surprising right. you in a
0: bigger, and in a more beautiful, and more magical big way, way. Than you could ever Absolutely, yes. absolutely. Yeah. Oh my God. So in kind of talking yeah. about that, what would be some free giveaways for the listeners?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so on my website, the one thing that I have right now, I work with a lot of people that have anxiety, Mm -hmm. and like I said, you know, I think there's a lot of wonderful gifts underneath anxiety, Mm -hmm. Um, and so if you go on my website, there's a link to a download of a PDF that has a lot of different tools on how to not just manage anxiety, but to move through it and to shift it into positive energy. Mm. Yeah. And
0: so, I did yeah. check that out. So I'm acting like, mm, like yes. I have it. But it's so that the listeners could get all enthused like, oh. <laughs> yes, that's all it
1: is. It's just energy, yeah. right? look at it in that way and use it to power you up and use it as a superpower rather than something that's going to drain and deplete your energy absolutely that's the secret yes
0: so what would be some recommendations that um transformed your life as far as like books Mm -hmm. um yes with regards to your mindset with regards Mm -hmm. to spirituality that you would kind of also recommend
1: Yeah. So some books that I really liked were, I think one of the first ones, like I said, was the Celestine Prophecy. Mm -hmm. That one was really cool. It's it's just a story basically, but it really taught me about energy and frequency and vibration. Mm -hmm. So that was really life changing. I really liked um, Gary Zupas' Data of the Soul. And then I read all of his other books too. Um, But he was, you know, a physicist, and he's super smart. You know, I don't need to understand and learn all about the science stuff too Mm -hmm. much. Yeah. (laughs) Right. We didn't go
0: to school for that. (laughs)
1: And these books really you know they just activate a remembering that we've all had since before we came here mm-hmm. you know and so when when it hits in that way and you feel it in your body and it resonates so deeply it means it's true right mm-hmm. for you and so that book it, it taught me about how we all chose our, our soul family before we got here how we chose the life that we incarnated into mm. how we chose you know everything to learn certain lessons right to expand our consciousness and that is the whole mission that why we're here is to learn and to expand yes. and to get lighter and lighter and expand our consciousness. And to me, I think that's so that we can help the collective consciousness awaken in humanity. Mm-hmm. So that was really life-changing for me. And it just helped everything make so much more sense. You know, if we're all choosing everything at every moment, there's no mistakes, there's no problems, there's nothing wrong, you know, okay. even things that look like problems soul is learning whatever they need to learn in this lifetime. Um, I really like, Eckhart part total, of yes. course power of now was yeah. the first one. And I really, you know, that taught you about being in the moment. I'm not sure about the whole pain body thing. I don't resonate with that one as much. You got to okay. go with what, what,
0: whatever you feel connected to. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Take what you like and mm-hmm. leave what you don't because we're all, we all have a Yes. Source. yeah and so the power of now is really great for me on a more personal level and I think a new earth is more like a global perspective in a way mm-hmm. and um, I really like Wayne Dyer yeah oh.
0: I like Wayne Dyer too yes He's
1: like my daddy yes <laughs> and he he actually passed a couple days after my mom and so I have this weird connection there too like they're just hanging out over there Yeah. fun and <laughs> I've seen him a couple times at conferences I went to maui and see saw him speak mm-hmm. and he was in seattle once and i ran up and i got a picture of me together oh so that's, that's exciting in um but i love the way he talks about manifesting and um so he was really life changing for me and then really you know i think it's just because i didn't awaken fully you know until after i had started some of the practices that mm-hmm. i think kind of helped prime the pump for me to have that big download And Mm -hmm. so I really encourage everyone, even if they don't feel like it, to do things to help them get in that still and quiet place. I think most people have, you know, nature deficit disorder right now.
0: Nature deficit disorder. Uh, Uh, What is that? nature oh, I know that's it's all so I've so been crazy. hearing I feel like this is another message but yes that's all I've been hearing is spending more time in nature okay. it's harder when you're in the east coast though and it's cold it's cold it's snowy. I don't want to hug a tree when it's cold <laughs> no, I, and I
1: grew up you know my parents always like forced me to go hiking and forced me to go and I was a little princess like, uh, I like to wear makeup I wasn't a fan of yes yet, so I was like, hey. So that's out. my struggle.
0: It's I'm like, fun. I don't want to have a treat. Yes. I, I, I barely could keep my plants alive. So. <laughs> but I know but it's important. Yeah. I know it important. it's important. And it's
1: been a journey for me. Like that school that I told you that I drove by mm-hmm. You know, many, many years before I actually attended, it actually is located on a state park oh um, yeah and so I think that was part of what my soul wanted me to experience hug a, a,
0: a tree too. and learn spirituality go ahead.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. and so getting more connected and my soul was like hey you need to be out in nature more but it still took me a while to embrace the na- I didn't start to go hiking back then right. I was in the forest driving to school but since then I've, I've moved close to that school I've lived five Park for mm. the past 15 years, and so I'm able to drive five minutes and take my dog on a walk every day if I wanted to. Yeah. And it's, I just recently, in the past few years, you know, my mom passed, and then she passed me her dog, and so they both helped me learn how to get back at nature more. And then once I got into that it. Yeah, and then my body loved it so much. It was like you need this for me. It's meanness. a crave. Mm. This is like breathing. You know why didn't you do this before? And it's okay. Mm. I'm, it's okay. I'm not mad at you for not. But
0: now you're I'm making me want to go, go outside so after and this. And... When it's cold, <laughs> I know. My, and my toe, I'm and about my... to go hug a tree now. You're making me feel yeah. guilty as I'm like staring outside and at the like, bare trees. Yeah. <laughs> no,
1: you know, no podcast, no nothing. Yeah. You know, just and absorbing the energy from the trees, right? And then that's another form of meditation. Yeah, so anyway, so I think nature is super important. I think movement is super important. Mm -hmm. You know, I started with yoga, and I think that was a really great modality for me, but there's lots of others. Mm -hmm. And I really think, again, you know, whether you meditate or something different, just finding some quiet space, you know, I think those are some really good ways for people to start the awakening process, you know, reading things that resonate with you, podcasts that resonate with you, Mm -hmm. you know, any way you can kind of get that consciousness and finding a tribe of people.
0: Yes, that's important. (laughs) That is so important. That are, are again, the same, yes. have
1: to shift that sometimes, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, finding the tribe of people, finding the job that you need, finding the partnerships that you need, you know, all these things are super important in order to continue the evolutionary process. Sometimes you have to make those changes make shifts
0: right yeah yeah. so what is your mission and what is the legacy that you want to leave
1: yeah so my mission is to help awaken as many people as I can in my lifetime to their spiritual nature you know my mission is not to help them follow them down the Path after that, it's really to activate and awaken that spark of remembrance in everyone, mm-hmm. in order to help you know, the, like I said, the collective consciousness of humanity continue to evolve. And so, I would love to be remembered as a part of that mission, Ooh. and just you know, and this, and it's love, right? And
0: so Shana Olston, love. love. Yes. <laughs> I mission see it. Of love. Mission of love. Mission of love. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That is a beautiful legacy as yeah. I can. Now I'm staring at the bare trees because you're making me feel guilty as I'm yeah. talking to you because I'm like, I gotta oh. go outside and hug a tree. Yeah. <laughs> so, where can the listeners find you online, Shayna? Yeah, so I, I'm really digging Instagram
1: lately.
0: Listen, what stuff. is your Instagram handle? Because I then I, yeah. I have to make sure that I follow right away and go hug I a tree want and to post it. You too. Yeah,
1: so it's Shayna <laughs> underscore Olsen. Okay. I'm on I do little. I write a blog, and so I put little clips for my blog on there, and I do at least like one video a week too. And Mm -hmm. so that's been a really fun way to share. And then I also have a website that's just my name, Mm janaolmstead.com, and there's lots of information. My blog's on there too, so that's I guess another form of free content. Yeah, I write basically a blog every week, so there's (laughs) a bunch of them on there and resources and tools for.
0: That is so great. Yeah. Shayna, you have shared so many tools and nuggets okay. on kind of energy, spirituality. And okay. I am so grateful that you spent this time with Beautious Me. And Ding. thank you so much, Shayna Olmstead, Love. Thank you so <laughs> much. Legacy. It was such a pleasure. Yes.
1: Such a sweetheart, it's so much fun talking to you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank
0: you have you. a great day. Yes, you too. Thank you guys thank you. for listening. Thanks for listening to the Beauteous Me Podcast. Please be sure to download new episodes every week and send us your girl what were you thinking or asking for a friends' stories to info at imbeauteousme.com. All entries remain anonymous. Also, don't, 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 don't forget to rate, review, and hit the subscribe button now.